You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge. Tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. They project excitement and big thoughts. Their style is sexy, confident, and all-around gorgeous. Their way of speaking is commanding, and their laugh is contagious. That's right. We're talking about Leos, the sign ruled by the sun. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Lightworkers Lounge. It's your host, Stephanie Powers. Thank you so much for being here. You guys know that you are my CMOs. So share the show wherever you listen to it on whatever social media platform you have. But let us not forget that closed mouths don't get fed. So share the show by word of mouth. It's really fascinating how many of my birth chart readings are people who don't even know I have a podcast or that I have an Instagram. They just got a reading from a friend or a family member who highly referred me by word of mouth and the connection was made. So thank you guys so much for being the best CMOs ever. Welcome, Leo season. It's Monday, July 24th. I'm a day late, but better late than never. Love always, your favorite Sagittarius. (laughs) And on this episode, we're going to talk about Leo season. Raise your hand if you've got Leo in the sun, moon, rising. Or maybe some of the personal planets, Venus, Mars, Mercury. I love Leo. It's hard not to talk about Leo with a smile on your face. You know, on Cosmic Coconuts Instagram, we did a poll asking people to share and vote for their favorite zodiac sign and Sagittarius won, but Leo was a very close second. And this episode will probably tell you why. And I also want to preface it with, because in all of my readings, I have ran into some Leos who do not resonate with their sign. I mean, there's a little bit of everyone who says, um, I'm a Libra, but I've never dated anyone in my life. Um, I'm a Scorpio, and I've never worn black eyeliner and have been depressed. (laughs) Things like that. But Leo seems to be the number one sign that when I meet someone who's got heavy Leo and they say, I I don't wear makeup. I don't care about style and fashion. I'm so introverted and would much rather stay home. I feel for them because I can imagine when you're studying astrology or follow social media accounts teaching you about it, that it gets blasted in your face that Leo's bright, Leo's loud, Leo is sassy and famous and walks struts down the runway. And these people are like, uh, yeah, no, never owned makeup in my life. Uh, don't wear high heels definitely don't want to be in front of a camera. Uh, So if that is you, pay attention to the second half of this episode. So Leo season runs from July 23rd till August 22nd. Leo is a fire sign. Its ruler is the sun. Oh, this is why Leo is some of the class favorite, because who doesn't love the sun. Think of how powerful the sun's influences on our lives. If you live somewhere where there's a long string of gray overcast days, that one day where there's a break in the clouds and the sun beams out is like the holy grail of happiness. I grew up in New England, New Hampshire, and I think the entire month of June one summer was gray and cold and rainy. And when it finally came back out in July, it was like being reborn again. (laughs) 
Or when there's long winters for all of my people listening who live in a place where winter is oh so long. That first day where you get in your car and it's kind of warm (laughs) because the sun was baking it. Oh, the best feeling in the world. In the world. And this is the emotion that Leos are wrapped around. Their mode is fixed. When you hear the word fixed, think stubborn. Think set in my ways, fixed in my opinion. So not only are these Leos extroverted wild fire signs who are ruled by the sun, just radiate energy, they're also pretty stubborn and set in their ways, which is going to play into how, again, if you are listening to this as a Leo and you're thinking, stop, this isn't me, this could play into why. Once my Leos or my fixed signs are set in their belief about something, especially if it is a belief about themselves, like I don't have confidence, I don't matter, I'm not creative, I'm not special, Leos, you're fixed in it and can't nobody change your mind, which can then take you to the disempowered side of Leo that we're going to talk about. Don't worry. Being introverted, having low self-esteem, low self-confidence. The sister sign of Leo is, can you guess? It's Aquarius, which is so bizarre because Aquarians are known to be what? Eccentric, goofy, the inventors, the black sheep of the Zodiac. So how is that the sister of Leo, the most popular, the hot one, the cool one? Well, that's exactly why they're sisters, yin and yang. Aquarius and Leo work together in a sense of Aquarians are directing behind the scenes, behind the camera, directing the entire movie. It was their idea, the whole concept of a film. Leo says, uh, over here, I have main character energy. Look at me. I'm gorgeous, right? I look even better on camera. Make sure you use that filter that makes my eyes pop. <laughs> they work in tandem. Together, they create a movie. Aquarius says, what can I do for humanity? What can I do for us? How can I improve this world for us? Leo says, well, what do I get out of it for me? Right. And I don't mean that in like a narcissistic, self-centric way. Leo is just always set out to be admired, to be cooked after, right? Again, using the director and the movie analogy, Aquarius is, I am pouring so much time and energy into editing, filming, directing this movie because I really think it's going to teach the people about a certain humanitarian issue and improve our knowledge to improve our action towards healing it. Leo just says, well, I believe in this idea and I think this is going to be a box office smash, which totally is going to bump me up in the fame department and pop off my career as an actor. So yes, can I please have the main character role, please? See how they work? So with Leo season, it comes after cancer We just wrapped up a season of emotions, of family, of how do I fit in my family? What family generational pattern has really been bogging me down and preventing me from soaring, becoming, I don't know, my best Leo self? That is what cancer season was all about. And now in Leo season, we can confidently conquer the jungle lion that is ourselves. 
Does that make sense? You guys remember when I teach astrology, the neighboring signs always make up for what the other lacks. So we just had cancer season. It was all about my family, me and a family unit, everyone's emotion, catering to my emotions, my family's emotions. And now Leo says, okay, that's fine and dandy. It definitely is a place for that. But what about you? Like, get out there, girl, leave the house, go be your biggest, baddest self. And then come back to the family, being a confident, bold individual in a family unit, right? So during cancer season, we're focusing on a role in a family dynamic. And when Leo arrives, we remember who we are before we are known as mother or father. We are remembering who we are before we are a husband or a wife or a son or a daughter, right? Leo, it rules the three selves. What creates wholeness in the three selves? Self-worth, self-value, self-confidence. And you guys are going to hear me talk about this a lot in our newsletter, on Instagram, here on the show, because it's also something I'm currently working on. Go figure, Venus is in retrograde in Leo, as you guys know for us all. And the three selves are something I'm working on balancing and figuring out. And I'm in the pool of self-development and personal excellence that me, along with a lot of people, especially you listening to this, are in trying to improve and grow and evolve. Sometimes we can overlook the basics, the little things. Like my therapist asked me the other day, she was like, it sounds like you know how to set boundaries, but do you know how to maintain them? How do you maintain them? And I just looked at her with my mouth half open like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Can't wait to dive into that next week. But the three selves, self-worth, self-value, self-confidence, these are all very different things. Do you charge what you're worth? Do you feel like this person you're currently with is all you deserve? That's what you value, the characteristics of this person? Do you feel like that person values you? And then finally, self-confidence. I find that a lot of us have self-confidence, the drive to take a risk, the drive to start something new, to show up in an uncomfortable situation. That's, that's self-confidence. But you can really check your self-worth and your self-value by both your finances, and I know that's a very arguable point, but this is what Venus rules, and also the people you're surrounded around. Self-worth, self-value, right? A solid family support system or the ability to control our reaction to our emotions, cancer season, those are cancer season things, are what creates wholeness in the three selves. So let me repeat that again. A solid family support system and the ability to control our reaction to our emotions, all cancer season lessons, prime you to have wholeness in the three selves. When you have high self-worth, high self-value, and high self-confidence, you create a very successful, very happy, very confident person. But the root of all that is a solid family support system, and of course, this is biological or chosen family, and the ability to control your reaction to emotions, the ability to control your reaction to what happens in you in life, cancer season, okay? So another way to explain Leo is it's ruled by the number five, and I love to use ages of humans, <laughs> children, since it's only numbers one through 12. 
to correlate with the zodiac sign. So think of number one. Here's your pop quiz. What, what sign is ruled by number one? Who comes first? Who is a brand new soul to this universe? It's Aries. Aries is sign number one. And you guys know from listening to all the podcasts for the seasons, Aries is acting like a one-year-old. And I don't mean that as a hit, okay? They're one. They're fresh. Everything's new. Everything's exciting. Oh, let me put this in my mouth. Let me go stare at that. Let me play with that. All oh, the new things, says a one-year-old. And now number two. What sign rules number two? It's Taurus. Good job. Taurus is a two-year-old. Ah, I now I'm two years old. I've got a little... I've got my bearings down on this earthly pursuit. Now I have senses. Ooh, some things are too loud. I specifically only want to wear clothes like this. I'm finally eating solids, and I prefer only smushed peaches. <laughs> like, and I don't like lemon. Two-year-old. And what is it called? Terrible twos. Don't tell me <laughs> Taurus Sun isn't terrible at some point. <laughs> I'm kidding. I have Taurus in my chart. I can say this. And now number three. Who's the third sign in the zodiac? Good job. It's Gemini. So Gemini is a three-year-old. And what are we doing at age three? We're learning how to talk. We're forming sentences. Mama, papa. We can talk. We can finally bridge the gap between our little baby minds and our voice and communicating. Number four is cancer. And what do we do when we're four years old? We realize mom and dad, if we are blessed to have them both, are safe. They feed me. They protect me. I only want to be with them. This is normally an age where people might go to pre-K or they might start a daycare. And sometimes it can be really hard to leave your mom or your dad because this is the safe space. You just want to stay home. And now you can feel emotions like anger, sadness, happy, excitement. So that brings us to number five. What does a five-year-old do? Well, they're starting to realize what do I like and what do I not? By five years old, you can have a pretty good idea of if this child's going to be an athlete or a scientist, if they're going to be more towards the arts or more towards the athletics, right? By five years old, you can really tell by watching how a child explores the world around them. Five is also when they're going to at their friends' birthday parties or having friends over their house. So they're interacting with their peers and figuring out, oh, who am I as an individual in this group of my peers? It's their first experience of that. And so this is why Leo rules number five. There's also that saying in psychology that you have your core formative years, birth till age five. Leo rules the inner child. If somebody really struggles with being self-assertive or low three selves, you want to go back and look at their inner child. You want to look at their fifth house. You want to look at their fourth house. Ask them, hey, what happened between when you were born and when you were five years old? Did you move around a lot? Did your parents get divorced? Five core years. So you guys know that Venus is currently retrograde in Leo and we have an entire podcast episode because boy, does that transit deserve one. But this is the question that we are especially looking for in relationships, how we relate to others. Venus, do you feel this is what you deserve? Do you feel this is what you deserve? Apply that question to the person you're currently with. 
Apply that question to the salary you're currently making or the job you're currently at. Look at your bank account and say, do I feel that this is what I deserve? <laughs> and if the answer is no, don't freak out. Don't think, well, shit, now I got to come up with a breakup letter or, wow, that was really depressing. Steph made me look at my bank account and I don't deserve to be this broke. Ah, been there, done that. Why? Right? If your finances aren't where you'd like them to be, why? And see if you can answer this question without placing blame on anybody else. There's nobody to blame for these situations. There's just some psychological digging that we can do to get down to it. And normally when you ask high mileage question after high mileage question and the, well, then what? Then what? Well, why? Steph, I don't feel like this person that I'm currently with, I don't feel like I deserve a relationship like this. Well, then why are you in it? Well, in the beginning, it was great, and they showed me a really good persona, and we were in love. Okay, well, why did you guys lose it? Well, there was some lying. There was some behaviors that they just couldn't shake. Okay, well, then why are you still with them if they didn't, right? These are the tough questions that make you want to just punch the speakers as I say it. I get it. But these are what I call the golden keys, the chirons, um, to unlocking you from shackles to the past, shackles to things that you know have expired, you know soul contracts are up, you know you are done with, but you just can't shake, right? So Leo, rules vitality, fun, the inner child, romance, performing, fame, celebrity. When I think of Leos, I think of Jennifer Lopez, just the most purest Leo in her form. Gorgeous. What is she, like 60 years old now and looks 20? Been married a gazillion times. I think she has Scorpio in her moon or her Venus. We studied her in astrology school and her relationships. It's really neat. But Romance, the fifth house, Leo, right? Everyone looks at the seventh house of love and relationships. But the fifth house, Leo, is when you are meeting someone and it's so fun and everything is great. It's that honeymoon phase, right? The seventh house of Libra is when you're moving in together and all of a sudden you're buying groceries together. And all of a sudden you're talking about what you'll name your first child. The commitment house is the seventh. But the fifth is very much affairs, lust, romance, honeymoon phase. Mm, yum. The symbol for Leo represents the lion's mane, of course, because that is the most regal part of a lion. And it represents two halves of the human heart because Leo rules the heart. I'm currently in an astrology health course so I can learn about how each sign and placement represents a different health issue in the body because, you know, I got to go back to my... Virgo South Node, health coach roots, and add that to my roster of knowledge in this stuff. And it's fascinating, the things I'm learning. You know I'll be talking about it here on the show, but Leo rules the heart and the spine. And so a lot of Leos may struggle with spinal cord issues, muscular dystrophy, heart attacks, high blood pressure, heart valves, arteries. These are all things I want Leos listening to this to really pay attention to. And because it's such a hot, warm fire sign, cooling foods and beverages and fruits and herbs are very good for it. But again, that'll be its own episode. One thing that Leo and her sister Aquarius both rule is friends. 
They rule friendship. You will not find an Aquarius or a Leo, unless, of course, there's more in their turn, that doesn't have a solid group of friends or doesn't have at least one best friend that they've known for years. So next to Aquarius, they are the most loyal to their friends. Aquarius is, they look at their friends as their family. Like that is their chosen family that feels like their biological family. Leo still has their family and their kingdom and their jungle, but Boy, do they love to socialize and they love their friends. Why? Because friends are supposed to be fun and eat, drink, and be merry with us. And oh, I think we studied it and Leo was the most likely sign to own a bar. Why? Because there's drinking and there's toasts and there's people laughing and playing board games and meeting up with friends and there's music and dancing and dancing on tables. This is Leo's happy place. Woohoo! Everybody's drinking and acting like a five-year-old and we're all having a good time and we're taking pictures and oh, that was, that was good. I like the lighting in here. It makes me look great. Post that one. <laughs> Truly, Leos, even though they rule the self and being super what they call self-confident and cocky and their vanity and image, these are the number one sign of people who will want the same for their friends. They want their friends to be as gorgeous as them. They want their friends to be as successful as them. They are truly the best cheerleaders for their friends. I've literally never met one that doesn't have Leo in the sun, moon, or rising who's jealous of a friend. Leos, they do everything with a dramatic flair. I mean, come on, they're the lion of the zodiac. Even introverted Leos rule over a kingdom somewhere, right? You have a career, your home life, your partnership, or my introverted Leos have a very rich theatrical inner world. Don't sleep on a Leo who's like, I don't, won't be caught dead at a bar. When they're at home, I am willing to bet their room is filled with colors, with art, with projects. And even if it's not, you can just pick their mind and ask them, what do you think of this? How would you design this? And what will come out will be amazing. Aquarius and Leos are definitely some very talented artists of the Zodiac, especially when it comes to drawing. I don't know what it is with these guys, but if you're like, here, Aquarius or here, Leo, draw my pug's face. Yeah, <laughs> Squishy, wrinkly pug's face is so hard to draw, but somehow they'll just be like, okay, and whip it out. Like it's nothing. And then they'll be like, what? Nobody can do that? What? That was easy. <laughs> so because a Leo's aura is that of the sun, it's big, it's bright, they attract things. They attract both a lot of excitement in their life and fun and friends and warmth. But the lower octave of this is sometimes this excitement comes in the form of drama. Oh, they attract things, all right. Leos freaking love reality TV. And if they don't watch reality TV, they'll be the ones that can't stop watching the videos of fights or drama or whatever on Instagram or TikTok. I, <laughs> my mom is a Leo moon, and I the amount of times I catch that woman watching the weirdest videos, I'm like, what are you doing? If it's not that, it is trashy reality TV. Oh, it's all their vices. But... Libras attract drama and sometimes when I'm reading clients charts and I see they're going through a progressed moon which is the astrological predictive tool that I give at the end of all of my readings I kind of let them know hey the next two years there's a flare of burp, depending on the sign the moon's in and when I see the progressed moon going through the sign of Leo or the fifth house of Leo I see affairs cheating drama 
And it's not huge things. It's just little things like, oh my God, I went to the dentist the other day and I ran into my ex from high school and all of a sudden we're bickering over someone that we were fighting over back then. And it's like, it's reality TV. The little things they fight and bicker about on reality TV. This is that Leo drama. Always something going on. What's the latest gossip? But boy, Don't test a Leo when it comes to defending their friends. A lower octave Leo will gossip about their friends, but a higher in their power one, don't mess with their friends because a lion will come out. Leo and Libra are the most beautiful signs in the Zodiac. They are. Even though Leo was ruled by the sun, Libra is ruled by Venus. Oh, Taurus, they're ruled by Venus too. Very good looking people. There's a difference. And you know, we always play when we're out and about, guess that person's sign. And sometimes you can get Leo and Libra confused, but there is a very distinct difference between these two lovely party-loving socializing signs. Leo's are extremely lavish spenders. Next to their sister Taurus, Leos want to live in the penthouse overlooking the beach in Miami. Leos want to live in the nicest house on the block, but don't worry, they're going to invite everybody over to come play and pool party and drink and show off their kingdom. Don't worry, they will spread the cheer, but they love to spend on the nice things, even over Libra and Taurus, which also love to spend. Think royalty. Anything that says, I have status, Leo's going to purchase. Libra is the sign that will follow trends, right? Um, They want to look like a super cute girl they saw on Pinterest. And it's like, come on, everybody's wearing black leggings with a white tank top and a jean jacket. You'll see it everywhere. It's calm and it's classic. Libras love that. That's so cute. Let me wear that. Leo's are probably not even on Pinterest. I mean, they might be because it's a creative hub, but they are looking at Jennifer Lopez. (laughs) They are going to Fashion Week in New York City and they're like, oh my God, that outfit is hot. It's amazing. It shows off my curves. I want it. I want that. I need to look like that. I need designer. I need people to know that I've got status. <laughs> um, astrologer Joanna Wolfock, she says, Leos are eternal children. They live in the moment and are totally uninhibited in giving affection. And this is why they are some of the favorites of the Zodiac. Leos crave leadership roles as much as a Capricorn, except Capricorns steadily work to earn their spot at the top for years, long, hard work put in. They truly earn it. Leos believe they are just born to be in a high position. And you guys know, feet on the ground, head in the stars, feet on the ground, you've got to work. You've got to have that Capricornian work ethic to show up every day, put in the work, earn your keep. But there's also a part of you that has to have the mentality and the mindset of, I can manifest this. If I always, if my three selves are high and confident, I can think my way into achieving that, buying that, becoming that, right? When you marry the two, that is when you've got the real results and the synchronicities are amazing. So Leos believe they were just born to be in a high position. It's just innate in their energy, in their personalities. And oftentimes it's so strong. Think of the sun here that they get in leadership roles just from that exuberant energy. Now, here we go. 
If you have Leo in your sun, moon, or rising, or anywhere in your personal planets, maybe you have a stellium in the fifth house, and you're thinking, Steph, none of that is me. I don't want to be a leader. I don't purchase Louis Vuitton bags. I don't dress lavishly. I don't like pool parties. What's going on? Now, of course, there's so many things that can be going on. In fact, for all of my fire signs who question, like, I'm not bold, I'm not extroverted, your fire sign sun is probably what we call in a water house, which is the fourth house, the eighth house, or the twelfth house. This is Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. And think about it. When you have a ball of fire, your sun sign, if you throw it in water, if you throw it in a pool, what happens? It's still strong enough to have a little ember glow and fire like lava, but it definitely cools it down, does it not? So that's one reason. And then, of of course, the aspects to the sun. Is it squaring, opposing? This can really tone down that fire. But if there's none of that, and let's say your Leo sun is in the fifth house of Leo, so we've got fire, fire, and you still are shaking your head going, "Uh, uh, not me, these reasons could be why. The three selves are low. Who could you be if you were totally unafraid of how it would be received? You know, a lot of my Leo placements love social media. Because why? You can instantly become famous. People from all over the world can like and comment on your picture. And oh my God, these filters make my eyes look gorgeous and my cheekbones pop. And holy shit, this is amazing. I can put on a filter of makeup without actually putting on makeup. This is my jam, says Leo. And a lot of times Leos do have a good work ethic and they work really hard to create a reel or a post or a TikTok. And when they post it, they fully expect it to go viral and get their 15 minutes of fame. And when it doesn't, it hits their ego, since this is what Leo rules, so hard. And they delete it. They throw it away. And then they just sulk and think, wow, I suck. I thought I was a Leo. I thought I was meant to be famous. I thought I was meant for all of this. I Forget it. I'm not even trying. And that is because the three selves are low. Self-esteem, self-worth, self-confidence. Who would you be if you were totally unafraid of how it would be received? So that's one reason is Leos are caring too much what others think because if others don't think I'm royal, I'm special, I'm creative, that's going to hurt if I have that realization of I'm not as regal as I thought and I don't know what it's going to feel like to sit in that feeling so I'm just going to avoid it. Sometimes Leos will follow trends using their body or their filters or what's popular to gain attention. Those things don't last. Bodies get skinny. They get fat. They get stretched. They get all kinds of things. And it hurts even more as they age. A lot of Leos are bold enough to get cosmetic procedures done. Lip fillers, butt implants, booby implants, liposuction, sculpting, toning. They want to look good. It's what they rule by, and there's nothing wrong with that. Just don't place your three selves in your mirrored image. Does that make sense? A lot of people with strong Leo placements will, especially females, but men as well, realize that, wow, if I show my body like in a bikini or in tight trunks or maybe nude, (laughs) only fans, 
wow, I can get a lot of views, a lot of followers, a lot of likes. This is amazing. And this is kind of addicting because that's a lot of people. But then they come to their Leo senses and realize, well, hey, I've got lavish taste. I need to make money from this. And when they realize that maybe they can't make money from that, they are simply putting on a show that is for free on social media. They can really find themselves spinning out and thinking, shit, what, what happened? How did this not work? Oh, wait, there's a million other people with way gorgeous bodies. And they're getting more followers and more likes. Well, I've got 100,000 followers. Why don't I have 500,000 like her? I'm just as beautiful. I'm more, Leo says, I'm more gorgeous than her. What's going on? Why don't I have the followers? And you see the slippery slope they fall in. You're picking up what I'm putting down, right? And so what Leos need to remember is, yes, you rule fame. You do rule big main character energy. But for your talents, Yes, you guys are all gorgeous, and that is a beautiful attribute to add to the talent, but the talent and the creativity, the originality is where your royalty lies. Don't be afraid of hearing nine no's to reach that one yes, okay? And the last, and sadly the most common that I find, a reason why Leos don't resonate with the description of their sign is their inner child. Remember we were talking about with the, those core formative years? If you have a lot of Leo in your chart and you grew up not encouraged to be the superstar that you are, you can really have low self-esteem, low self-worth. And if you were taught between birth and five years old, don't be loud, don't sing that song, your voice sucks. Ugh, be quiet. Oh, good, honey. Right. You wrote a song. Great. Real. Like if your parents or whoever raised you did not show interest in your art and your creativity, or even worse, if they told you it sucked, if they told you it's stupid or, oh, the worst, the worst, if they laughed at you, this can crush a little Leo cub down to a pulp and they will just go back in their den and hide and not come out and hide that beautiful mane and lovely lion tail from us all. And they just need some coaxing out. They need to be reminded and warmed up and reminded of how confident and amazing they are in order for them to come back out and have that confidence. And I find a lot of them do when they surround themselves with other Leo friends or fire sign friends, whatever it may be, based off of your personal chart, you can come back to that confidence and be, you might find that, oh, I've told myself I'm an introvert, but I'm actually an extrovert. I just went out with friends and that was actually really freaking fun. What have I been so afraid of? And they step into that full Leo power. I was at the wild, what is it called? The wild animal sanctuary outside of Denver, Colorado a couple of months ago. And there were lions and they were so beautiful. I took pictures of all the animals. We saw grizzly bears. We saw tigers. Literal. You guys remember that show on Netflix, Tiger King? Well, this wildlife animal sanctuary outside of Denver rescued those tigers. And they were there. And oh, it's just so emotional. I ball. I ball, I ball, I ball. I love animals. But 
towards the end of the sanctuary was the lions. There was a beautiful male lion and female lion, and they're so regal that I didn't even remember to grab my phone and take a picture. I could not take my eyes off of them. This is so Leo energy. Leo humans, you cannot take your eyes off of them. They're either absolutely gorgeous or they're just so entertaining with their energy, their liveliness, talking with their hands, big smiles, throwing their head back. But these lions, I remember at the same time feeling so sad for them that they were, they're in a beautiful sanctuary and they have lots of land to roam. It's an amazing place, but just thinking like what how they were abused and wherever they were rescued from. And like, these are such regal, powerful creatures and how some human can steal the power away from them, help them or make them forget how powerful they are. I mean, they're called the king of the jungle for a reason. It's not just their, their size and their demeanor. It's their energy, what they represent, the aura, all the animals in the jungle sense it and see it. All the humans, <laughs> what, what would I call, what do we live in? A human zoo, pretty much. We sense it, we see it. These are such lovely people. Anyways, I just think of a lion at the zoo when I think of a poor Leo from birth until age five that was told to be quiet or your art sucks. And it just ugh, breaks my heart. I think of a lion at a circus. It's like, no, if this is you, if you have been a victim of somebody taking away your Leo shine, please call 1-800-LIGHTWORKERS-LOUNGE and book a reading with me. And hey, it's your birthday discount code. <laughs> Use code BIRTHDAY to get a discount, Leos. I'm looking at you, Leo sons, to get a reading from me. And we'll talk about this. If you feel you are a Leo who struggles with the three selves. I would absolutely love to see you and dissect your chart and see where we can give you a remembrance, where we can turn the light back on. All right, your favorite part of these episodes, the journal prompts. Either pause and write these down and journal about them later or sit and think about them as I say them. But these are three questions, high mileage questions that I want you to ponder on from now until the beginning of Virgo season later in August. If I could go back and change something about my teenage years, what would that be? So if you could go back between the ages of, let's say, 13 to 19, would you have gone to that college? Or would you have gone to college? In what school? Where? Would you have dated that person? Would you have been friends with that friend group? Go back to that time period and just ask yourself, if I could change one thing about my teenage life, what would it be? Think of your eight-year-old self. What are you most proud of them for? Think of little eight-year-old you. Think, Picture them. Picture them just sitting across from you right now. What are you most proud of them for? What are you proud of them for? And the last one. Of course, I asked this last year on the Leo season episode, and I'm going to ask it again in Leo season 2024. What did you love to do as a child that you haven't done in a while? You know what's cool is every time I ask this to my Leos, or really anybody with readings, because it applies to all of us. We all have a Leo heart in our chart. Everyone says something outside. Everybody, whether you were more artistically inclined or athletically, uh, everybody says something outside when I ask this question, which tells me children are the purest form of energy, children and animals. You really want to know the truth about someone or 
what to move towards to make us happy, watch a child play outside. Watch an animal play outside. There's your answer. But in this Leo season, I really want to get us connected to our inner child, especially as Venus is retrograde, making us analyze our relationships, our finances, our values, and three selves. This question and the really most authentic, raw, primal answer to it holds so much healing knowledge. What did you love to do as a child that you no longer do anymore? Go do that thing. If it's a rollerblading, I don't care if you're listening to this and you're 48 years old, just strap on the pads and the knees and elbows and get out there and go rollerblade. Do you know how simple it is to go to a store, a dollar store, Walmart, or I know we've got a lot of international listeners, just go to a market somewhere near you and purchase a white canvas, some cheap paint, and just sit down and say, go. And if that's too difficult for you, buy a sand clock. I've been recommending this to a lot of people. Buy a sand clock, flip it over and say, okay, I have no idea what to paint or draw or do, but I have to sit here and create something until the sand clock is up. Go. And then when it's done, you're done. You stand up and you leave. I bet you find you don't. This is a good time to get in tune with our inner child. As Venus is retrograde and we're analyzing our relationships, what do we do when we go to therapy and we talk about couples therapy and relationship therapy? Okay, what did mom and dad teach you when you were a child? What did you witness in love and partnership as a child? Because you're more than likely repeating it. And all of us are more than likely going after partners who imitate and mimic the parents we had growing up. It's a subconscious human nature behavior. These are all of the things that Venus retrograde and now Chiron, the wounded healer, is also retrograde today, are asking us to do. And the juiciest of juice for healing lies in your inner child. And Leo season is the time that the veil between you and eight-year-old you is the thinnest. So sit down and have a conversation with them. And after you're done, go outside and play with them. Stay inside and create something with them. This is where the best self-improvement will happen. Thank you guys for listening to this episode about Leo season. Happy birthday, all you beautiful Leos. I'm sending you a big hug. Thank you guys for bringing sunlight and reminding us to just play sometimes in life. I'll see you guys next episode. Bye.